This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Do you have your Bible? Did you bring it with you this morning? This is the living word, amen? Say this with me, this is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do. Today I will be taught the word of God. I boldly confess My mind is alert. My heart is receptive. I will never be the same. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Well, you all look good this morning. You all look happy. You got smiles on your faces this morning. You look like you're just happy in Jesus. If you're happy in Jesus, give him a hand clap of praise. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. This week, while I was in my prayer time, my study time with the Lord, you know, it's, it's always amazing to me how that God has a way of bringing things to your understanding. He enlightens you through things and, and enlightens you, but he does it through circumstances sometimes. And, and sometimes, you know, it can just be, you can be in the environment of some people. You can just be in a room with some people. And you'll hear something. And all of a sudden, it's like the Lord blocks out everything else that was said. But that one thing that you heard somebody say, and it will stick with you all day long. Amen. Well, that happened to me this week. And, you know, I, I ha- my, my prayer is, it's not just during the week preparing a sermon, but it's in every minute, it's every moment, it's a part of my life, is that, Lord, speak to my heart. You see, I have a responsibility that I, that I receive from the Lord, and I believe it should be on a daily basis. The scripture says, uh, you know, when, when the disciples ask him, the, when, when the disciples asked Jesus to teach us to pray, he says, you know, there's a part in there where it says, and give us this day our daily bread. Sometimes we skip that in our prayer time if we happen to use that as our, as our model for prayer. But he says, give us this day our daily bread. Do you know that if you are to bake a, a loaf of bread and when you pull it out of the oven... Well, while it's baking, you just enjoy the smell. You see, when the, when the aroma of the presence of God is in our midst, just as he is today, wouldn't we say that we've enjoyed the aroma of his presence here today? But you know, that aroma, when you turn that oven off and you take that cake out or that, that freshly baked bread, and when you take it out and you set it over on the counter, and a little while later you're going to notice that it, it doesn't seem to have that same aroma in the room anymore. And by tomorrow, it's lost that aroma. It's the way it is with the Word of God. It's the way it is with His presence. His Word is His presence, ladies and gentlemen. 
And, 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 and when, when, when the disciples asked Jesus how to pray, and when Jesus said to them in that prayer, give us this day our daily bread. Each of us need a fresh an anointing every day. You see, what I had with, with Jesus yesterday, what I had with Jesus last night, is not going to carry me over through today. I need that daily bread. You see, and what happens is without the daily bread, I become stale bread. I become stale in my witness. I become stale in my hearing what thus saith the Lord. And what God has been sharing with me this week is, and I was in the presence of some people, and I, but I heard something, and it was in regards to a choice they had made, and that choice brought <laughs> something other than what they wanted. Have you ever made a choice in life? The repercussions were very, very, very bad. I stand before you today and I made a lot of wrong choices. And I would say after I made that choice and I found out the repercussions were bad, I would say, well, I'll tell you what, I'll not make that mistake again. And I found out because I didn't have daily bread... It may not have been the choice on that exact same thing, but it sure was a choice based on something very similar, and I should have learned my lesson. And, but I didn't. It may have been a financial situation. Have you ever said something that you wish you could have reached out and grabbed it, brought it back? Because when it went out, it hurt, it destroyed it brought down, it did not build up. It came because of a choice that you made before you said it. The choice went foot. Your choice was there, but you, you, you made that decision. You made that choice. But so many times, had you had had some fresh bread... Instead of eating on, on trying to live today on yesterday or the day before made bread, the choice that came that you made was, was not what you wanted to have made. The word you said wasn't what you really wanted to say, but it came from stale bread. The title of my message today is, we speak, we do, we live what we think. Our choices that we make are based upon our thought pattern. The scripture over in Proverbs chapter 23 verse 7 says, For as a man thinks, so is he. So if... if if I'm living on yesterday's manna, what do you think that my vocabulary is going to be today? It's going to be, my vocabulary is going to be based upon stale manna. It's not going to be based upon fresh manna. Because as I said before, when we're feasting on fresh manna, as we have here today already, 
we have feasted on the manna of God today. The presence of the Lord has truly been in our midst and is still in our midst. And do you realize that when we're in the midst of his presence, when we're feasting on that heavenly manna, and we're in here and we're worshiping, do you realize that your thought pattern doesn't seem to be on the evil things? You see, because darkness cannot stay where there's light. And where the presence of the Lord is, there's no darkness. It vanishes. Matthew chapter 12, verse 34 says, For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. You see, if you're dwelling on yesterday's manna, you're going to speak from stale manna. It's not that the, it's not that, that, that the presence of the Lord of what you got yesterday, it wasn't that it was not good. It was good, but it was good for yesterday. <clears throat> you see, it's so important that we get into the Word, that we... That we, we, that we don't just read a little bit and then, and then kind of just move on the rest of the day. Whatever it is the word that we put in our, in, our, in our eye gate, whatever it is that we're reading, and hopefully that you, you start your day off with him, when you do that, you're putting fresh manna in, and that is what he said, out of the abundance of your heart... Your mouth speaks. If we're feasting on fresh manna today, you're going to have goodness of the Lord. And it's, have you ever seen somebody eat a good fresh loaf of bread or a slice from the loaf of bread? If it's good, yeah, you, if you go to Carabas and you get that fresh bread they have, Oh, it's so good. And then they bring you this, this spices with oil. And then they, you mix it up and you dabble that fresh bread in it. Oh, that's like, that's like getting Jesus and then the Holy Ghost on it. But when you taste that, I'll guarantee you it's going to put a smile on your face. You just can't sit there and eat it with a frown. Especially if it's enjoyable to you. Have you ever seen someone that really did not have the presence of God on their life? They look like doom and gloom. But have you ever noticed someone, maybe you're out shopping, maybe you're in the grocery store, but you can just look on somebody and tell when the presence of Jesus is on their life. You know what they have done? They have had a taste of some fresh manna that day. They're feasting on fresh manna. I love this next scripture over in Matthew 12, chapter, verse 33. It says, either make the tree good or else make the tree corrupt and his fruit corrupt. For the tree is known by its fruit. We can confess Christianity all day. We can, listen, we can talk about how good he is. But unless it's evident in your life, you see, you are, 
you, your, our responsibility is to, is to mirror God. We're made in the image and the likeness of God. So therefore, if God is in you and you have been eating on some fresh manna, you're going to mirror the fresh manna of who God is. You're going to mirror the presence of God. It's a wonderful statement. It's a wonderful privilege when someone says to you, if they're in your presence, they say, you know, you just make me feel so good. There's a saying that someone shared with me a long time ago. They said, Pastor Ron, when you and Kelly come and you minister, you're like a breath of fresh air. And I'm not boasting. I'm using this as an example because this is what happens when, you have been ha- when, you're, when you're eating fresh manna. They say, we're, sad, we're happy to see you come, but sad to see you leave. You see, when you, when you eat fresh manna on a daily basis, people are going to want you in their presence. They're want, because with you comes, when you bring the presence of God from the eating on the fresh manna, what happens is you're bringing in the peace, you're bringing in joy, and you're bringing in happiness. Righteousness. And people are starving for people that have this in their life. It's easy to look around wherever you go on your daily activities and to see people that you, you just want to go over and you just want to you just, just pour in some sunshine. You want to kind of reach up and pull that rainy cloud off of the top of their head. Because you realize that they're missing something. And what they want to do is they want to go to you. If you have this presence of God, if you've been eating this fresh manna, what they want to do is they want to come to you, but they don't know how, but they want what you have. The world is starving, not for people to go out and try to to explain so much about Jesus, they want to see Jesus firsthand. We can talk about him all day, but unless there's a presence of the Most High God, if there, unless there's a presence, unless you have been in eating a loaf of the fresh bread from on high, so oftentimes it's just talk. People are looking and listening. When we speak, Our words should be anointed words. They should be words of encouragement. And how do we do that? Romans chapter 12 verse 2. Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. The Philippians chapter 2 verse 5 says, Let this mind be in you. What mind? The mind of Christ. He's saying to you and I, the Apostle Paul here Uh, is saying to you and I, if we're going to represent Christ, it's got to be more than just lip service. It's going to have to be something that they actually see day in and day out. Jesus said, if you're hot one day and you're cold the next, well, that means you're lukewarm. And he says, and if you're lukewarm, I'll just spew you from my mouth. We have people today that, that... that call themselves Christians, and they're hot on Sunday. But on Monday, they're singing the moody, moody blues. 
I'm so unhappy. And the world, we go to work and the world is saying, well, I thought you were a Christian. And they say, yeah, you are. You're just like all the rest. What are we showing the world? Is it just lip service? Or are we getting fresh manna every morning? Are we drinking from the spigot of the Holy Spirit? Are we filling our hearts and our lives with something more than just what the world has to offer? There are three things that I want you to take note of this morning. In order that we make right choices, number one, we have to guard our thoughts. You see, the choices that we make are based upon our thoughts. I want to say that again. The choices that we make are based upon our thoughts. What we think is going to be the outcome of our life because that's going to be the choice, the choices that we make. I've made a lot of bad choices. A lot of times those choices were because I wasn't feasting on heavenly manna. God so much wanted to give me the wisdom for the right choice. But I chose not to dwell on him and partake of that heavenly manna. And because I did that, my mind was not renewed. And out of the abundance of my heart, the choice was made. And it was not a good choice. Ladies and gentlemen, we do not have to live a life of defeat. We don't have to make the same mistakes over and over and over again. We don't have to be judged over and over. If you've made a mistake, repent of it. Say, Father God, Jesus, you knew, you knew the mistake was coming. You knew what I was going to choose. But now I ask you to forgive me. Wash me in your blood. Give me a fresh start. And you know what he does? He says, done deal. Well, I'll even go further than that. I'll just forget it ever happened. And you just pick yourself up. You dust yourself off. And you say, you know what? I choose. I said, I choose today to start this day feasting on fresh manna. Today, I make a decision to choose to walk in his steps. I choose today to listen to that small, still voice who will give me the right choice to make. Three steps. Guard your thoughts. That's taken out of 2 Corinthians 10, 5 and Philippians 4, 8 if you're taking notes. Number one, guard your thoughts. Number two, meditate and memorize the scriptures. You say, why, why should I need, do I need to memorize them? You know, when, when you get them in you, right in here, you get them in your heart, you memorize these out of the abundance of your heart, your mouth will speak. That choice will be a God choice instead of a natural self-willed thought and choice. And number three, speak the Word of God. You see, when we speak this, 
we're speaking life. When we're speaking this, we're speaking the right choice. God will not allow us to make the wrong choice if we're feasting on Him. Because it's impossible for Him to give you a lie or to tell you a lie because God does not lie. God is a God of truth. And when God gives you that revelation, when you go to Him and say, Lord, I have, a, I have a, a decision I need to make. I need to make the right choice. I like to use the scripture and I remind him of it. When I need to make a decision on something, I say to him, Lord, you said. I like to remind him. He doesn't need reminding, but it, I don't know. Somehow it just it boosts my morale a little bit. You said, Lord come boldly before the throne of grace but you said over in John Jesus you said ask what you will and I'll give it to you he said and I remind him of this Lord you said if I lacked wisdom and I need wisdom to ask for it God is waiting sometimes I picture him kind of like sitting on a stool just sitting down Watching me go through life, wondering, when is he going to ask me? When is he going to acknowledge, a, hey, Ron? <laughs> Wish I could whistle. Ron, I'm, I'm over here. You're fixing to really mess up. I just wish you, hey, I'm over here. I want to give you the wisdom on this. He's a God of wisdom. He'll give you the right mate. He'll direct your life in your finances. He'll direct your life in a, the purchase of a business or a home or a vehicle. He'll direct you in every aspect of your life. But how many times do we decide, I've been down that road before. <laughs> I know how to make this decision. And then after we make that decision, it may not show up right then, but a few months later, maybe even a year later, we go, oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. He said, oh, you're asking for me? I mean, no, oh, Lord, it's, it's, oh, oh, Lord, I made a mistake. And God was saying, yeah, and I was there last year. I was there a year ago. I was just waiting for you. I was waiting for you to come boldly to the throne of grace. He was saying to me all this time, come in, have a seat. Come on in. Can I get you a glass of tea? Let's sup together. Let's, let's eat together. I have so much. I have just baked a fresh batch of bread. Do you want some butter on it, Ron? Come on, let me get you a glass of tea to go with that. Well, for you, Ron, can I get you a cup of coffee with that? How many times has he beckoned for us? And said, just come. 
I got your answer. I really, I think about it so many times when I've seen my kids <laughs> choose a path. And I would say, oh, no, Kelly. They're acting. Well, I would really say, <laughs> they're acting just like you, honey. <laughs> No, you know what? We know. But when we know they're going in that wrong direction, we want to say something. But, but grown, they're grown, you know. And, and so, you know, you need to, you know, you feel in your heart, well, but I, I, they have to make their choice. I feel like God is saying sometimes, <laughs> yeah, you're all grown up, so you think. <laughs> Ron, you're all grown up, you think. But you're breaking my heart because you're fixing to make the wrong choice and it's going to hurt it's going to hurt it's going to hurt you it's going to hurt somebody else it's going to hurt a whole lot of other people because the decisions that you make today don't only affect you they affect those that are in your sphere of influence I don't want to make any more mistakes I've made enough and God is saying feast on me Eat fresh manna. Get in it every day. Make it a part of your food. Maybe it's your breakfast. Maybe it's your lunch. Maybe it's your supper. Whenever it is, eat on it. Get the fresh manna. You say, well, pastor, I just don't have time. Oh, Lord, can I tell you, you don't have time not to. If you want to keep making the same mistakes, leave him out of your life. If you want to have a life of joy, peace, and righteousness, and have make and making good decisions, eat his bread. Eat the bread. Guard your thoughts, meditate, memorize the scriptures, and speak the word. I can assure you today, you'll have a life of greater success than you have in your past if you have not done this. Guard your thoughts, because as I said before, the choices that you make are based upon your thoughts. I hope today that you are already making that decision right now. That your choice is, Jesus, you're first today. You're going to be first tomorrow. If I see, if I'm blessed to see another day, I'm going to make my choice to be you. But you know what? You're not guaranteed one minute from now. Every waking moment of the day, you are forced with a choice. God told the children of Israel, choose you this day whom you'll serve. You're either going to be blessed with your choices or you're going to be cursed with your choices. Why not enjoy the blessings? Why not enjoy the blessings? Because I have found this word is good. I don't even need butter and a cup of coffee. 
it's good right by itself. I don't need the oil and the spices from Carabas to enjoy his bread. It's good right by itself. Maybe you didn't hear that. I said, it's good right by itself. And as far as me and my house, we're going to eat on this manna. We're going to feast on it. We're going to make better choices in our future. We're going to reap the blessings because we have chose the right choice to put him first. Praise the Lord. You done preached me happy. I'm going to buy this CD. Praise the Lord. (laughs) Glory to God. The first choice you need to make, if you haven't made it, you need to make the choice right now. It'll be the greatest choice you'll ever make. That's to receive Jesus into your heart as your personal Savior. But it don't stop there. You're going to have another choice. The choice is, will you follow him? Well, let me share with you today, in order to follow him, you'll have to pick up your cross and follow him. Picking up your cross is not all that difficult when you eat the manna. When you eat manna from on high. If you don't know Jesus today and those watching on social media, if you don't know this Jesus, I encourage you to pray this prayer with me right now. Dear Lord Jesus, I know you are the Son of God. I ask you to forgive me of my sins. Come and live in my heart. I make you the Lord of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, if you're here this morning in this audience, in this auditorium, or you're watching on social media, and you've just prayed that prayer, and you've received, you have received Jesus Christ into your heart, and we want to know it. I want to know that you've received Jesus. I want to make sure that we have the opportunity here in this sanctuary to help lead and guide and direct you in your new walk and relationship with Jesus Christ. And so we're going to ask you after the close of the service to come forward and let our prayer altar workers, let them know that you have received Christ as your personal Savior. And for those of you watching on social media, we want to encourage you to contact us here at Passion Church here in Ellick City. We want to hear from you. We want to know that you made the right choice to receive Jesus Christ as your personal Savior into your heart today. So we thank you this morning. Oh, Lord, we just give you praise right now. We thank you for what you've done. We thank you, Father, that we have feasted on heavenly manna here today in our worship, in our time of praise and worship. And, Father, we have feasted on your word here today even during this time of this message. Now, Father, I pray a prayer over this congregation. I know that some will be leaving, some will stay, some will stay for prayer. Father, I pray over this congregation today. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all this week. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. And the congregation of God said, Amen. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. 
For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church. 